You're listening to a message from Victory Lipa. We hope this message inspires you to honor God and make disciples. When we have this series, stability, uh, stable and sure, that's what God desires for us. That we will have a stable relationship with God. That we will have a sure na, na foundation sa Panginoon. In all our areas of our lives, we want to be stable and sure. Pero ito yung isang bagay na nakokompromise yung walk natin kay Lord. Ang galing natin pumili ng bahay, gusto mo quality yung semento, quality yung kahoy. Ang galing natin pumili ng damit, alam natin yung mura pero matibay. Alam natin yung 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 kotse na na okay yung price pero quality, all right? My hope and our uh, our prayer is that we will be also meticulous or we will also be um, sure and we will be stable in our relationship with God. In the Bible, merong mga tao na medyo nagda-doubt. Medyo hindi sila sure sa authority ni Jesus. Kilala nila, ay, kilala ko yan, si Jesus. Pumunta yan sa isang lugar, pinag-pray yung five loaves, two fish, dumami. At many people are saying, kilala ko yung Jesus na yun. Yung Jesus na yun, nagbuhay siya ng patay. Yung Jesus na yun, kahit sinong ma- ma- mahawakan, yung bulag nakakalakad. Baliktad no. Yung bulag nakakita. Anything he can do miracles. But even if they have seen what God can do, they are not yet stable and sure with the authority of Jesus. They are not yet stable and sure na pwede kong dependahan ang taong ito. One time in the Bible, the Pharisees or the teachers of the law ask. Nakita nila, nag-heal si Jesus, nag-miracle si Jesus, gumagawa siya ng mighty things. Pero nagtanong sila, Jesus, yung mga ginagawa mo, sino may sabi sa yung pwede mong gawin yan? At kaninong pangalan ka kumukuha ng authority? Nagtanong sila, Jesus, that what you're doing, who authorized you to do that? And where are you getting that authority? Nagtanong sila, alam mo ang galing ni Jesus, sumagot siya ng, ng, ng matalinong sagot. Alright, kasi during that time, um, hot topic din, just in, ano, ano siya, um, breaking news din during that time, yung pagkamatay ng isang leader nila, which is John the Baptist, nagtanong si Jesus. Si John the ba- sabi ni Jesus sa mga nagtanong, si John the Baptist, alright, pero um, patay na si John the Baptist during that time. Magtanong siya, si John the Baptist, yung pagbabaptize niya sa Jordan River, kaninong authority galing yun? Ang sabi, hindi sumagot yung mga tao, yung mga Pharisees, Sadducees. Kasi pag sinabi nila na hindi it, walang authority si John, magagalit yung mga tao. Kasi naniwala sila kay John the Baptist. Pag sinabi nilang galing kay God, sasabihin ni Jesus, bakit kayo naniwala? Alright, nagagets niyo po. Pero anyway, nagpasintabi lang si Jesus doon. Pero after that, nagsabi si Jesus ng parable. Nagsabi si God ng kwento para hindi direct to the point pero may suntok yung message na gustong sabihin ni Jesus. And the parable is called the parable of the tenants. Alright? Hindi siya sampung langgam. The parable of the tenants. Ang character dito ay si landlord, si, na si God ang sinisimbolize, si Vine, yung vineyard, na kingdom of God, yung servant, the prophets, or Jesus, tsaka si John the Baptist, yung mga representative ni God. And the tenants are those who are asking question. Those who are Pharisees, Sadducees, or teachers of the law. Yung kwento nito, kikwento ko nilang po ha, kasi mahaba pagka binasa ko pa. Ma, um, ito, yung, yung kwento nito, meron daw isang landlord na nag-provide ng isang vineyard. Naggawa siya ng nagtanim ng maraming uh, 
uh, grapes, nagawa siya ng wine press. Kumbaga, nag-set up siya ng business na lahat nandun na. Nandun na yung puhunan, nandun na yung pagkita. Nag-build din siya ng tower. Kung para saan man yung tower sa isang vineyard. Kumpleto na. Papas- papasukan na lang ng isang ano, negosyante. Tapos, aalis yung landlord para pupunta sa isang sa ibang lugar. Tapos, kumuha siya ng mga tenants. Okay, sampung langgam. <laughs> kumuha siya ng mga tao na magbabantay na pwedeng, pwedeng doon na sila tumira doon sa vineyard. Alright? And then, the time came when the harvest is plentiful. Nag-umani na yung negosyo, okay na yung negosyo, ngayon, yung may-ari, syempre, siya yung may-ari, dapat may part pa rin siya doon. Tama, sa mga business man dito. Ngayon, nagpadala si landlord ng messenger doon sa vineyard, sa mga tenants, para sabihin, kunin ko na yung part ko, kunin yung part nyo, alright? Pero yung mga tenants, sa parable to ni Jesus, yung mga tenants, sabi nila, um, hindi pwede, ginulpi nila yung messenger. Um, yung, yung iba ginulpi, yung iba pinatay. At marami. Isa, dalawa. Sabi sa Bible, many were sent. Marami. Hindi na sinabi kung ilan, pero sure na marami. Una, pinadala, pinatay. Una, uh, binugbog muna pala. Yung pangalawa, pinatay. Yung pangatlo, uh, depende kung anong trip nila. Either patayin o gulpihin, pero hindi binibigay yung part. Ngayon, sabi ng owner, enough na. Tama na. Papadala ko na yung anak ko, kasi pagka pinadala ko yung anak ko, baka isipin ng mga tenants, hindi ito pwedeng gulpihin. Kasi anak ko ito eh. Alright? But what happened was, you know what happened to the story, ito yung pinakang matindi ang ginawa. Kasi naisip ng mga tenants, ito na yung anak. Okay? Hindi na to, hindi na to servant. Pag pinatay natin tong anak, malaki ang chance na atin na tong vineyard. Wala nang hahabol sa atin. Ito na yung anak, ito na yung huli eh. Ito na yung pinakang last na representative. Pag pinatay natin to, surebol atin na to. So they did it. They killed the son. Alright? Tapos nung pinatay nila, natapos na yung parable ni Jesus. And then nagtanong si Jesus sa mga tao, doon sa mga nagtatanong, sa crowd at saka sa mga teachers of the law. Ang tanong ni Jesus, what will the owner of the vineyard do? Sabi doon, he will come and destroy the tenants and give the vineyard to others. Have you not read this scripture? The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. This was the Lord's doing and it is marvelous in our eyes. Can we pray for a while? Lord, we thank you for this parable. Ito po ay nag-speak sa akin ng maraming bagay. Pero Lord, ang beauty sa parable is it can speak to us in different ways kasi ganun kakagaling, Lord. One parable may be diamond to me. One parable can be sapphire to others. And that's how great you are, God. Lord, my prayer is, more than me speaking here, I pray that the Holy Spirit will speak a message na directly galing sa iyo, Panginoon, that will strike our hearts, encourage our situations now, and really lift us from one place to another of stability and sureness sa Panginoon. Lord, we lift up to you this afternoon, our hearts, in Jesus' name. Amen. I've realized that the parable of the tenants is not just this thing. It can be this, landlord si God, vineyard kingdom, servant prophets and Jesus, Pharisees and Sadducees, yung mga tenants. Ito yung sa time ni Jesus. But you know what? In our times now, there are seasons in our life that, that, that the tenants were us. And we might think, hindi ko kayang gawin yun. 
hindi ako makakapatay ng tao, hindi ako makakasakit ng tao, manira nga sa social media, hindi ko kagawin. How much more na gawin ko yung ginawa ng mga tenants? But you know what? Many times in our life, later on we'll discuss that, that we have a tendency to become tenants. There's one portion, one season of our lives that we are hurting the one that God has sent. That's why the two lessons in the story that I have learned um, upon reading the parable of the um, tenants is that, una, I have seen and I've realized how God is patient with us. Na, uh, uh, I just can't imagine na kung papaanong grabe ang kakapal ng mukha ng mga tenants. Tama. Binigyan ka na ng negosyo, galing ka sa, sa wala, pinulot ka ng landlord, sabi, magtrabaho ka lang dito, may pagkain ka na, may pera ka na, mabubuhay ka na. Di ba kung, kung normal na tao yon, tatanaw ng utang na loob yon, Tama po. Pero ginulpi, pinatay, napaulit-ulit yung mga sinusunod. Kung ako si landlord, tatawag na ako ng mga polis, tatawag na ako ng mga Roman soldiers during that time, okay, papadakipin ko na yung tenants. Kasi mali ang ginagawa eh. Sure tayo, lahat, proven and tested, may mali talagang ginagawa. Papatalsik na. Pero in the parable, it has shown kung papaanong, kung papaanong hindi sumuko yung landlord. After isang betrayal, naniwala pa rin si landlord, baka pwede pa, magpadala pa ako ng isa. Nagtaksil ulit, pinatay ulit, sabi ni landlord, hindi, naniniwala pa rin ako sa mga tenants. Yes, baka may mali sila, yes, talagang, totoo talaga, mali talaga sila, pero naniniwala pa rin ako na mababago pa rin sila. Padala pa ako ng isang servant. Padala pa ako ng isang servant. Padala pa ako ng isang servant. And if I am the landlord, I will not come to a point na ipapadala ko yung anak ko with the threat na mamamatay yung anak ko. And what does that mean? It means the tenants are valuable to God. The tenants are valuable to the landlord. Kasi um, napinadala na yung anak eh. Yung mga faris, yung mga land, yung mga tenants during that time, imagine this, alam nila na anak na to. Tama, yung mga ibang servant pinapatay, pero this time, anak, nag-uusap sila, ito sa parable, if you will read the parable, nag-uusap-usap sila, planado yung pagpatay dun sa sun. Hindi siya aksidente na, ah, patay, naku, napatay ko yung servant. Hindi, planado nila, sabi na pare, ikaw ang gagapos, ako magba-blindfold, ikaw ang sasaksak. Planado. Planado pa na pagkapatay, yung labi hindi ilalagay sa pagulang. Itatapon kung saan man. Kumbaga, uh, a death without justice. A death, a death with date. <laughs> a death without honor. Planado. Hindi to, ha, ito pala yung anak. Naku, sorry. Akala ko servant pa rin. It was all planned. And it reminded me how many times Alam naman natin yung tama at mali. Pero ginagawa pa rin natin yung mali. Many times how we have talked to God, the Lord, last na to. Promise Lord, kailangan ko lang ng puhunan. Last na to, promise after nito, magbabago na ako. Lord, promise last na to. Next time, sasabihin ko na talaga sa asawa ko yung totoong nangyari. Lord, next time, promise, ano, hindi ko nagagawin sa anak ko to. Lord, promise next time. Last na to, Lord, pagbigyan mo na lang ako, aayusin ko na yung relationship ko sa magulang ko. And, it, and it, it, yung last time natin, naging last 10 years pa. But God is patient with us. He never said, pambihirang anak to. Binigyan ko na ng graduation, binigyan ko na ng, 
ng trabaho, binigyan ko ng pag-asa, pero hindi pa rin nagbabago, ayoko na. End of contract na. God is never like that. He is always patient with us. Alright? Even sa mga kasalanan na planado natin or ang hirap tanggihan, andun pa rin si Lord at sinasabing, kailan kaya magbabagong ito? Magiging patient ako sa Kanya. Aantayin ko pa rin yung araw na tatawag ito sa akin, hindi sa girlfriend o boyfriend niya. Aantayin ko pa rin yung araw na ako yung unang lalapitan niya. I will be patient with this man. I will be patient with this woman. And I want to remind you, if you are thinking of other people, Na, na magbago, asawa mo or kamag-anak mo, be patient kasi God is patient with us. How many of you are believing with me? Ako rin, may pinapaniwalaan pa rin ako ng mga tao na makakasama natin dito, mag-register tuwing Sabado ng 8 a.m., tapos mag-worship kasama natin. How many are believing with that? Yung asawa mo, yung pinsan mo, anak mo, it will happen. Let's just be patient with them because God is also patient with us. Alright? But here's one thing that I realize hindi ganun natapos yung story. It's not just about the patience of God. Kasi sa parable, may sinabi si Jesus, sabi sa parable, what will the owner of the vineyard do? He will come and destroy the tenants and give the vineyard to others. Have you not read this scripture? Yung patience pala ni Lord, unlimited, pero may boundary. Nagagets po natin. Ang patience ni Lord, sobrang walang hanggan yan. He is ever patient with us. But God's patience has boundaries. Ibig sabihin, mahal pa rin tayo ni Lord, pero minsan hindi na patience ni Lord ang kailangan natin. Minsan kailangan wrath na ni Lord ang makuha natin. Kasi hindi tayo nakukuha sa patience. And this parable reminded us na may, hindi, hindi po may hangganan ang patience ni God. Kasi walang hangganan ang patience ni God. Pero may boundary ang patience ni Lord. Minsan, kung hindi tayo nagbabago, okay lang po bang may sabihin ako medyo masakit sa ating lahat? Okay lang po ba yun? Sometimes we have to understand that if we don't change our ways, God might take whatever what was given to us. Thank God, yung salvation, andyan na yan, free gift of God. But the other things that God has given us, sabi doon, um, He will come and destroy the tenants and give the vineyard to others. Maybe there are times that we have felt na walang favor sa season ng buhay natin. Maybe there are times that we have felt that we haven't had that yes yet. Maybe there are times when ilang taon na tayo nagpipray but we still haven't got that. Sometimes it's a story of waiting and faithfulness. Pero there are some times that it's a story of changing our ways. It's about a story of coming back to God. There are many answered prayers na nakuha ng mga tao dahil sa pananampalataya at ang dami ko pong story na naririnig sa church na kaka-encourage how they got their house, their love life, their everything because of faith. But we have to understand that there's a portion, a pinch of our life that the prayers will be have. Mahukuha natin yung answered prayer kapag isinuko natin sa Panginoon yung hindi magagandang ways natin. Minsan, bago ibigay ni Lord yung blessing, we have to be surrendered upon Him at sometimes. God is patient with us. Pero wag nating antayan na hindi na patience yung gagana. Uh, wag nating antayan na yung discipline naman ni Lord ang gumana sa atin so that we will come back to Him. Okay lang po yun? Because God will do everything. Patience, love, grace, 
even discipline, kasi may isang importante kay Lord, ikaw na bumalik sa Kanya. Ikaw na mapalapit sa Kanya. Sometimes God takes away what's important to us, kasi may isang mas importante kay Lord, ikaw na mas tumatawag sa Kanya tuwing umaga. Ikaw na mas nag-worship sa Kanya with or without people. Sometimes God takes away the most important things in our life. At masakit din kay Lord John, believe me. Pero tinitiis ni Lord because there's something much more important. Yung ikaw na nagbabasa ng Bible araw-araw. Yung ikaw na napapaiyak muli dahil sa kasayahan, dahil sa presence ni Lord. Yung ikaw na nasa kotse, nagpipray ka ng worship. Tapos talagang, alam mo yung feeling na talaga, ang sarap lang Lord na nandyan ka. That is what God is waiting for us. Sometimes God will use His patience Many times, God will use His grace. But if it's still not working in us, the discipline will get there. But the thing is, God is always patient with us. Second lesson that I have learned, and this is my last point, Jesus is the only stone that is stable and sure. Kaya po, um, stable and sure ang series natin ngayon. Because the stone, sabi doon, the stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone This was the Lord's doing and it is marvelous in our eyes. Ito ay sinabi ni, um, sinabi ni Jesus it, uh, sa, sa time na nandito siya sa earth and ito ay kinote ni Jesus sa Psalm 118. Mahaba po yung Psalm 118. Maganda yung basahin natin pagka natin. Isang portion lang itong verse na ito. But uh, yung Psalm 118, it's really about the goodness of God. Alright? Kaya itong verse na to. It's a predecent. Ibig sabihin, alam na ni Lord na siya magiging stone. Sinabi na to sa Isaiah 28 verse 16. So this is what the sovereign Lord says. See, I lay a stone in Zion and tested the stone, a precious cornerstone for a sure foundation. The one who relies on it will never be stricken with panic. I'm so amazed with our fellow believers who have the most difficult situation of their lives but never come into panic. I'm so amazed with the most disturbing situation of our fellow Christian believers, but never had been stricken with panic. They are worried, yes. They don't know what to do, yes. But they don't panic, and they don't put out harsh words. They don't put out harsh actions. They're still in the state of calmness because they know the cornerstone that is sure and Uh, sure and stable. Sabi rin sa Zechariah, nakita rin ni Zechariah, bukod kay Isaiah, nakita rin ni Zechariah na may isang stone na parating, na stable and sure. From Judah will come a cornerstone, the tent peg, the bow for battle, and all the rulers. So, during that time, in the time of the Bible, kaya po nag-example si Jesus ng cornerstone because the cornerstone will always be, ito, nung panahon ngayon, noon po ha, hindi po ako involved sa engineering, hindi ako mamat. Gwapo lang ako, pero wala akong alam sa building. <laughs> Joke lang po. Tsaka mayabang. Pero alam, uh, 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 based on studies, ang cornerstone during that time, sobrang importante siya. Alright? The cornerstone will always, always, always be large and reliable, stable stone. Laging isa yun sa pinahang importante. The cornerstone, siyempre, cornerstone kasi nasa, nasa corner. Alright? Well, hindi siya middle stone, kaya nga cornerstone. It ensures proper alignment. Ganun pala yon. nilalagay siya sa isang sulok, okay, na pagka ito, dito nandito yung cornerstone, ito yung boundary ng pwedeng puntahan ng ano, pwedeng puntahan ng lawak ng bahay. 
dahil siya nasa cornerstone siya. Kumbaga sa XY graphic, gan- basta yun. <laughs> cornerstone. Ibig sabihin, lahat ng stone na ilalagay ay nakadepende sa cornerstone. Kasi pag hindi sa cornerstone nakadepende, yung bahay ay pwedeng ganun. Kasi ang sinusundan ay yung sinundan. Tama ba sinabi ko? <laughs> ang sinusundan ay yung nauna. Hindi pala. Sa pagtayo na bahay noong unang panahon, dapat doon nakabase sa cornerstone. It ensures proper alignment. And lastly, it is the first stone laid. Marami pang ibang description ng cornerstone, pero ito yung tatlong basic. Ito yung pinakamalaki, ito yung nag-i-ensure ng alignment, at ito ang unang nilalagay lagi. And the scripture tells us why Jesus is the cornerstone. So 1 Corinthians sabi doon, um, For they were all drinking from the spiritual rock that followed him, and the rock was Christ. The rock was reliable. The rock was large. In Luke chapter 3, verse 5, it says there, And the crooked will be made straight, and the rough ways will be made smooth. Kaya pala si Jesus yung cornerstone. Okay, kasi papantayin niya yung mga hindi dapat nakapantay at ia-align niya yung mga dapat naka-align. And in John chapter 1, verse 1, nasabi na natin, na-remind na tayo dito sa abide. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was fully God, and the Word was Jesus. Siya yung una. Before pa ma-invento yung problema mo, before pa dumating yung problema mo this year or last year, nandun na yung first stone laid, and that is Jesus. I remember, I, I remember a classic story in our movement, in Victory, na alam, alam nyo po na hindi lang po tayo Victory Lipa. Ano po? Meron tayo sa ibang bansa, okay? But um, our center of training is in Victory Fort. It's also a church, Victory Fort, pero it's also uh, uh, establishment for training missionaries, campus missionaries, pastors, and it's in Victory Fort. Nung ginawa po siya, nung 2002, alright? Nung, nung first establishment, bago maghukay, bago, bago gawin yung dapat gawin, ito yung unang ginawa ni Pastor Steve Murrell. Um, first concrete, pouring every nation phase one. Alright? Phase one, kasi, may phase two. Pero anyway, um, 2002 yan. Alright? Tapos, noong 2014, nung ginawa yung phase two, ay ganun ulit ang ginawa. May isa ulit cornerstone na, na dun, bago simulan yung phase two, yung cornerstone muna ang inumpisahan. Actually, in reality, sinabi na rito ni Pastor Migs kanina umaga, yung cornerstone sa panahon ngayon, hindi na siya kailangan for stability, hindi na siya kailangan for alignment, hindi na siya kailangan for, hindi, siya, hindi kailangan pinakamalaking stone yon. Kung masira itong stone na to, tuloy pa rin yung building. Kung hindi naguhitan yung hollow block na yon, hollow block doon tawag doon, black block, okay? Tuloy pa rin yung pagtayo ng building. Pero alam mo, um, ang galing ng ginawa ng leadership team natin, Yung cornerstone, hindi siya physical, but it's about in the hearts of the people, in-engrave doon ng leader, yung sana nasa heart ng bawat member. Nababasa niyo po, try niyo pong basahin yung na, na ano. Yan, palakihin natin. <laughs> Matthew 28, 18-20. Alright? Ito yung, ito yung nilagay sa hollow block. Again, I'm telling you, kahit masira yung hollow block, tuloy pa rin yan. Kasi nasa puso ng mga tao, yung Matthew 28, verse 18-20. All authority has been given to me. Um, therefore, ito yung sana prayer natin pag nag-leadership 113 tayo, kailangan memorize natin to. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, and make a sunod pa. Alright? So, the thing is, 
yung cornerstone, pwedeng design lang. At pwedeng ngayong panahon ngayon. Noong unang panahon, talagang kailangan siya. Pero sa panahon ngayon, pwedeng design na rin siya. Do you know what? Christianity nowadays, pwedeng design na lang si Jesus. Sa Christianity nowadays, pwedeng pride na nga na Christian ka. Ah, sa kumatin sa victory, ay, ang go, okay doon, nagagwapo ng mga pastor doon. <laughs> pwede, pwede siyang ano, pwede siyang pride na lang, pero added label na lang. But when we say that Jesus is our cornerstone, when we say that He is large and reliable, in simple, if we put it in a question, if God is our is God is our cornerstone, does He take the largest place in our hearts? Masasabi ba natin na mas mahal natin ang Panginoong Jesus kumpara sa asawa natin? Kung hindi mo kaya mawala ang asawa mo ng one week, kaya mo ba nawala hindi maramdaman ang presensya ng Panginoon ng one week. Does God take the largest portion of our hearts? A cornerstone ensures proper alignment. In putting, putting it in a question, is every decision dependent on His life and teachings? Lahat pa ng decision na gagawin mo this week, natanong natin sa Panginoong Jesus. Lahat pa ng decision na gagawin natin sa buhay natin, have we asked God And have we paused for a while and say, God, ito ba talaga yung alignment mo sa buhay ko? I'm blessed with a friend of mine. Um, few, last year, last, ba, siguro third quarter last year, nagtatanong sa akin, uh, bro, ano kaya magandang ano? Ano kaya magandang bilhin kotse? Kasi tapos na siya doon sa kontrata niya ng five years na, na sedan, gusto niyang mag-level up. Tapos sabi niya, sige, tingnan mo lang yan. Uh, tingin ka dito, tingin ka dyan. Naghanap siya. Alright? Kasi able naman eh. Kaya naman bayaran. Kasi napag-ipunan, talagang, kita mo talagang humility ng tao, talagang worthy siyang mag-level up. Kasi kailangan din sa business. But early this week, um, tinanong ko, oh bro, kamusta? Anong bibili mo ng kotse? You know what, that person, I was blessed with the answer of that person. Sabi niya, kuya doon, baka hindi muna. Feeling ko kasi hindi ito yung will pa ni Lord sa akin this season. Kaya ko mag-level up ng kotse, pero feeling ko hindi pa ito yung alignment ni Lord sa buhay ko. Kaya kung kailangan ko ito sa business, pero feeling ko may iba pang pinapasabi si Lord sa akin. That's proper alignment. That is Jesus having the cornerstone of our life. Tama-tama yung dating mo dito kasi next week may gagawin kang desisyon. Na-consider mo na yung practicality. Na-consider mo na yung advice ng other seniors or boss that you have. But have you paused for a while and say, Lord, ano ang opinion mo? Is this aligned to the purpose na meron ka para sa akin? If Jesus is the cornerstone of our life, He is the first stone laid. Have we considered Him in every first move that we make? Kung manliligaw na ba tayo, ang senyales ba na manliligaw na tayo ay pag nakakita na tayo ng senyales na gusto rin tayo ng babae? Or si God ang magsasabing, sige, manligaw ka na. Kung magpapakasal tayo, ang definition ba natin is okay na yung finances natin, ready na tayo magpakasal. If God is the cornerstone, He is the first stone laid. Siya yung unang tinatanong natin. Because in reality, ang daling sabihin na si Jesus yung cornerstone natin. Naiiyak ako kanina nung nagdilid si Pastor Arvin ng worship time about Jesus is the anchor, Jesus is ano, Jesus watches over me. Tama po. But in reality, pagdating ng Monday to Saturday natin, sometimes the cornerstone becomes finances. Saan natin pag-aaralin ng anak natin kung saan kaya ng pera? Saan tayo magpapakasal kung saan kasa yung konting budget natin na 5 million? Wow, yaman. <laughs> saan tayo, saan ako magtatrabaho? 
siyempre, dun sa pinakamalaking sweldo, sometimes that has been the defining factor of our life. That has become a cornerstone in our life. Sometimes, ang nagiging cornerstone, madalas, is our loved one. Okay ba yun? Tama naman. But when you say Jesus is our cornerstone, ibig sabihin, mas matimbang ang Panginoong Jesus kesa sa mga mahal natin sa buhay. Hindi ibig sabihin, hindi tayo makikinig sa mga loved one natin. Tama. Pakikinggan natin sila, pero pinakamas papahinggan natin ay ang Panginoong Jesus. Sometimes, the cornerstone has been... Um, um, yeah. Sometimes the cornerstone has been um, hindi lang finances, hindi lang um, um, loved one, but sometimes, dito tayo nagde-define kung nasan yung majority. San ba yung majority na binibili ng mga tao? San ba yung majority na course na ginagawa sa college? San ba yung majority na pinipili ng mga tao? Doon na rin tayo. But did you know that Jesus is the majority? Even if no one said it. Kahit Lahat kayo sa company sinabi yon, pero si Jesus, iba yung sinabi, please know that Jesus is the majority. Kahit isa lang siya, He is the majority. My hope and my prayer is that we will find out that these things are not stable and sure. Majority is not stable and sure. Our loved ones, yes, ang tindi magmahal na mga yan. Sana Lord, hindi mawala yung loved one natin, pero sana hindi tayo dito nakapako. And I hope finances will not be that the stable and sure in our life. Ibalik natin kung saan dapat tayo naka-stable and sure. That is in Jesus. And I want to end with that idea. If you can picture this picture in your mind or in your cell phones or for those of you who are watching, I want you to ask those questions. Si Jesus ba yung magde-define ng decision na gagawin mo this week? Si Jesus ba ang pinakamalaking portion ng heart mo? If He is the cornerstone, every decision tatanungin natin siya. And I want to end with an encouragement for everyone. For those of you who are going to make a decision na, Lord, ikaw na yung unahin ko. Lord, ikaw yung pinakamalaking part sa heart ko. Lord, hindi na finances, love one, o majority ang cornerstone. Pero Lord, ikaw na. I have this encouragement for every one of us. First Samuel chapter 2, verse 30. Kasi in that time, um, may, may story before na si Samuel, meron siyang ama-amahan, si Eli, Yung si Eli, meron mga anak na totoo, si Pinehas tsaka si someone, sorry, I forgot na name. Pero yung dalawang tao na yon hindi sinusunod si Lord, dinidespise si Lord, alright? Tapos si Samuel, ino-honor si Lord. Alam, alam mo, sabi ni Lord kay Samuel, it's this verse, and I want to pass it on to you. Before you make the decision that you're going to make this week, this year, this season, I want you to claim this option A at option B na meron si Lord. For Samuel 2.30, for those who honor me, I will honor. For those, and those who despise me will be lightly esteemed. Pagka saglit lang si Lord sa decision mo, saglit din lang yung favor, lightly esteemed. Okay? Don't worry, hindi ka papabayaan ni Lord. Okay? Kahit di mo siya pilihan, kahit di siyang cornerstone mo, hindi ka niya papabayaan, mahal ka niya eh. He is patient with you. Yun nga lang, tanggapin mo that you will be lightly esteemed. You will find na buong araw ka nagtrabaho pero walang result. You will find na March na, binugay mo yung 100% mo pero ang bumalik lang 2%. Why? Because we are lightly esteemed. Why? Because we have despised the Lord. But this is my strong feeling for us this afternoon. I don't know why we are worshiping. I just feel hearts of people nung kumakanta kayo kanina. Kasama na pala ako. I feel 
that after this afternoon, there will be people who will choose to honor God. I feel that when we go out of that door later, ngayon palang, ramdam ko may bato na na nasira sa puso natin, nasinira ng Holy Spirit. Paglabas natin mamaya, we will choose to honor God over our loved ones, over majority, over our finances. And I'm excited. Na-excite ka po ba to feel that God will honor you this year? I know it will happen to many of us. And as I end, with a declaration that God will honor you, if we honor Him back, the question that I asked kanina is the two things that you are looking for sa bahay, sa, coach, sa, sa business, sa partner in life. I've asked that question because in reality, may tinitinan din si God sa atin. The two things God is looking for us is found in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 58. So my dear brothers and sisters, be strong and immovable. Yung po yung two things na hinahanap ni Lord sa atin. Don't worry, pag hindi ka strong and immovable, mahal ka pa rin ni Lord. Pero alam mo yung saya lang ni Lord, wow, grabe yung 2023. Ay, 2022 pala. <laughs> grabe tong taong to, ang strong na kaysa last year. Grabe tong brother ko and sister ko na to. Grabe, sobrang immovable. Anong nangyari? Sobrang immovable na to. When that happens, God is delighted with us. And we will be favored. We will be highly esteemed when we become strong and immovable. I feel that this afternoon, there will be more people who will be more devoted to God. Kahit sa mga nanonood, kahit sa mga nandito, thank you for coming, but I feel may bagong ikaw na lalabas mamaya. Isang ikaw na mas matibay na. Hindi na mahihila ng winds of change. Hindi na magpapa-apekto sa impluensya ng barkada. Later on, there's a new person who will come out who will not be swayed by the temptations of the world. Alam mo, may bagong lakas na dumating sa'yo kanina na nag-worship ka. Even right now, pinapalakas ka ng Panginoon. Who among you are believing that? When we come out now, you are a stronger person. You are an immovable person na hindi mo na ipagpapalit ang Panginoon mula ngayong moment na ito. Ngayon, hindi ka na magdadalawang isip. Ngayon, strong ka na na, Lord, ikaw muna. Hindi na ako mag-iisip na oh, para ang laki ng pera dito or ang laki ng chance dito. Pero Lord, wala nang dalawang isip. Lord, I'm, I will be strong and immovable with you. I feel people who will be more devoted to be part of a community right now. Nung mga nakaraan toon, kaya tayo natalo. Nung mga nakaraang season ng buhay natin, kaya tayo nanghina, kaya tayo hindi strong, kaya tayo naging movable dahil yung nakapaligid sa atin. I'm not saying that they are bad people. They are good people, just not godly people. I feel this year that we have to surround ourselves with people na pag may problema ka, encourage ka ng Bible verse. People who will, who will weekly or every other week, kakamusahin ka na, bro, kamusta ka? Kamusta kayo mag-asawa? Kamusta studies mo? Kamusta negosyo mo? Alright? At pag sinabi mong problema, kailangan mo ng mga tao na magsasabing, okay lang yan. Ay, sorry, kailangan mo ng mga tao na hindi naman sasabihin na, okay lang yan. Tiisin mo muna. Maganda yun. Pero alam mo, minsan mas maganda na, okay lang yan, nandyan si Lord. I want to remind you this verse. You will only find that in a spiritual community. If you're not yet part of a victory group, please be part of it. The, 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 the spiritual family happens on victory group, not on Sunday service. That weekly or every other week or monthly, it really changes us. It is a strong factor how we can be strong and immovable. 
Um, meron din tayong ano, um, meron tayong Victory app na kung tawagin na pwede mong i-download sa Apple Store or Google Play. Pwede ka diyang mag, mag may kiniklik diyan kung gusto maging part ng Victory Group, kung may kaibigan ka sa ibang part ng Manila or kung saan, kahit saan pwede kang i-connect sa Victory Group. Pero kung taga dito ka sa Lipa, message mo lang kami. That's the easiest way. Message kung, kung friend namin kay sa Facebook or sa Victory Facebook ng Victory Lipa. Message siya nandun na, I want to be part of a victory group. Alright? And um, sabi dito, as I end, So my dear brothers and sisters, be strong and immovable. Always work enthusiastically for the Lord, for you know that nothing you do for the Lord is ever useless. I'm just declaring, as I end, I'm just declaring that this year will be a year of overflowing. How many of you are believing with that? This year, wala nang useless wala nang sayang this year everything will be meaningful if we hold on to the Lord kapit tayo sa mga taon-taon na nakapaligid sa atin we will be strong and immovable we will be having stable and sure relationship with God can I pray as we end Lord we thank you for this afternoon that people here had made a decision kanina pa lang or baka nga kagabi pa lang na may sinuko na sila Father right now I'm just seeing hearts where the cornerstone, our finances, are broken right now. I'm just seeing hearts that what strengthens them are their loved ones. Lumalaban sila sa buhay dahil meron silang mahal sa buhay. May asawa, may anak. Pero Lord, ngayong hapon na ito, may mga taong mas matibay dahil ang cornerstone na nila ay ang Panginoong Jesus. Father, we thank you for the changed lives that's gonna happen. Lord, we thank you for the decisions that people are gonna make to be part of a community, to be part of a victory group. Father, again, I just declare and I pray that this year we will not be lightly esteemed. I declare that this year there will be people here in the main auditorium and people who are watching who will be highly esteemed. May mga gagawin sila na 10% lang effort nila pero 100% ang balik dahil nasa Panginoon na sila. Dahil ino-honor nila ang Panginoon sa bawat desisyon ng buhay nila. We thank you for the breakthrough. We thank you that this year Kami pala yun. Kami pala yung stable and sure sa Panginoon. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen.